Vikings Packers, GMG in the raw, Dalvin Cook is on fire. Vikings win, Vikings win! How about that? <clears throat> Joining me today on the viewers' top right is the one, the only, the legend, Ted Glover! How you doing, Ted? Boys, if I was any better... I'd be against the law. Let's light this candle. Yeah! <laughs> and also joining us today to discuss this show, who always watches it at zero, the one, the only, the base ripper, the Drewster. All those Packer fans are all crying in their soup and they're all angry right now. <laughs> you lost to the Vikings. I love it. Great, great win. Last but not least, the fabulous, outstanding, miraculous, marvelous Mr. Flip Mozzie. Oh, damn. Let's go. That was easy, boys. Easy W. One player, Dalvin Cook, it's game over. Let's go. <laughs> oh, so what everybody Cook. think? We beat the one team that we love to beat in their house, on their field, against a coach we hadn't beaten before. Who wants to talk first? Oh, you, you got to give us a topic, David. Come on. Come on. All Where right. you want to go first? <laughs> Let's go with, you started it, Flip. The one. Yeah. The one-man team. The individual that made the most difference in this game. Coming off a groin pole. The one the re-signed Dalvin Cook. What did you think of Dalvin? Oh, man alive. Uh, the man's got the captain's badge on his chest now. He's a leader on this football team. And when the going gets tough, the Vikings players, the coaches, they're going to look to the leaders to perform. And that's what Dalvin Cook did. He put the entire team on his shoulders through the entire first half and into the second half even and said, look, we're not going to lose today because I'm not going to lose today. It's all about me. And I think... A lot of fans, you know, we saw Dalvin go down halfway through the Seattle game. Alex Madison performed okay. Then we saw the Atlanta game where the run game completely disappeared. And boom, Dalvin Cook is back and everybody sees it. It's it's not even close. There's a huge drop off when you take Dalvin Cook off the field compared to Alex Madison. A lot of people didn't want to pay this man. Where are you now? That's right. Where are you now? If That's you right. didn't want to pay this man, if you didn't want to pay 
Dalvin Cook. They said, look, he's not the exception. Well, I think he had an exceptional damn day today. He's an exceptional running back. He deserves every punny penny that we're giving him. And give the man respect because he won that game almost all by himself. How many total yards did he have, Drew? Do you remember? Uh, it says he, here, he, ass load. He had 205 <laughs> carries for 305 yards and 405 touchdowns, baby. I think he had, he had uh, 200, little 220 or something, total yard, scrimmage yards. It was yards. like 226, 222, 220, somewhere 221, there. 220, whatever 220, it takes. yeah. And it was, four, it was, four touchdowns. I, I, I haven't seen I take over a game or running back by himself, or a one-man team like that since probably Adrian was running it. But Yeah, Adrian was, was just amazing Christian today. Ponder quarterback. <clears throat> Even when we got that ball back with, what, two and a half minutes left, everybody that was on that field and both sidelines knew who was getting it, and he still carves out seven yards on first down. The guy is just – that was that was absolutely the best cooker game i ever seen, man. I don't want to hear shit about the Madison. I like Madison. He ain't that. That screen <laughs> pass, when he, did, when he did that screen pass, it's like when you watch Cook run, it makes you laugh. Because you're waiting for him to get tackled, then he he's like a kid out in the park. He's like he cuts right, and then he goes. Then he has if he had, could have a bubble above his head, it would be oh shit, oh shit. Then he cut left. Oh shit, they can't get him. It's like watching the guy. It makes me laugh when I watch him because it's so frustrating. They can't get him. It's Yo, great. how about that play where he put the brakes on and he he faked out both yeah. defenders and himself. Yeah, then he fell down. Yeah, I was worried. That's he got what's hurt fun there. about watching him run because it's like. You know what, Flip? It's like he doesn't even have a planned uh, thing. He just, you know, he's out there just trying to figure it out as he goes. It was, it was so good. It was without him, I'm not even close to winning this game. Ted, what do you think of Dalvin? Love Dalvin. Uh, I was kind of apprehensive about the contract extension, but as both Flip and and Drew have said, uh, you, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison are not interchangeable. They're not. They're just simply not. And and the Vikings don't win this game without Dalvin Cook. And and that kind of, I don't know, I kind of hate to be a Debbie Downer, but you shouldn't have had to rely on Dalvin Cook so much to win the game. I mean, Look, you, you ride the hot hand. I get it. Totally get it. And I'm glad he's on the Vikings. Totally get it. But – there's a guy you're paying a significantly a lot more money to to hand the football off to Dalvin Cook. Yes, and, and I, right. would, I would I would think at some point in the fourth quarter when everybody knows Dalvin Cook's getting the ball, little play action rollout or something would work. Uh, I Especially would on that third like nine. Rudolph, I, I would think a guy like Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith Jr. or Justin Jefferson would be wide open, and that's your dagger play, and Green Bay doesn't get the ball back, and we don't have to sweat out Aaron Rodgers, even with 40 seconds going down the field. Because it looked like for the first couple plays, mm-hmm. if they don't do that realignment screw-up after uh, after he throws the ball to the tight end and they he couldn't get out of bounds and runs about 10 or 15 seconds off the clock, it, it, it was starting to feel like, oh, boy, here we go again. <laughs> but But – the Vikings did it. The, you know, um, DJ won him with that huge hit to end the game. Oh, yes. Sweet. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a good win. It was a very good win, but let's not 
kid ourselves going forward. There's going to come a day when somebody is going to realize Dalvin Cook is kind of it, and they're going to load the box up to sure. stop him, and now they're going to make Kirk Cousins make a play and in crunch time, and hopefully he can do it. Speaking yeah. of Mr. Cousins, he was, what was it, 11 for 14 today and not a whole lot of yards, but he had Flip's favorite stat of the day. What is that, Flip? Zero turnovers. <laughs> That's all I care. And let's be honest, got, got y'all, like y'all, y'all. I don't want to talk about Kirk Cousins today. Like, I really don't. Like, let's just talk about anything but Kirk Cousins. He threw the ball like 14 times. Let's just talk about Dalvin, talk about the receivers, talk about Ezra Cleveland doing a good job of right guard, talk about the defense stepping up with no names back there. Let's just, can we agree to not talk about Kirk Cousins today? Sure. Sure. Works with me. Hey, I only watched, I think, once Ezra Cleveland today where I was specifically watching, and that's odd. I usually do. Um, you said he had a good game. I don't remember any penalties against him or him being blown back at all. Do you? Yeah, exactly. No, I don't. That's the whole point. He's a right guard. I thought no the, penalties. I thought the entire O-line had a good game today, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, like we have to remember, we're in a season where we're 2-5 and five right now. We're, we're looking at five, maybe six wins. So you better realize, you better damn well realize that we are going to celebrate every single victory because there's only going to be a couple of them. I'm drinking a whiskey. I don't care we're two and a five. We just beat the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. I don't care if there was no fans there. We won that game. Give us credit. Enjoy it. Viking Nation, Skull Nation, enjoy this win because we got some young players stepping up. And we got Aaron Rodgers looking like a pouty little bitch on the sidelines. I love it. Yeah! <laughs> all, all, all I can say is ding, Dalvin, ding, Cook, ding, ding, ding. Dalvin Cook had an uncontested Lambo leap today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how, how many man, opponents can say day. that? What a day. What a day. I mean, there's, there's so much to <clears> – <throat> They got the win. They came in there. They got the win. Got the win. They're walking out of there with the victory. That's all that matters. And uh, they took us lightly. They were looking past us. I know they were because they were yeah, they, they were they didn't take us seriously. And we punched them in the mouth. The thing I liked best about about this game, and I know we got torched on a lot of big plays. There's guys running down the field catching passes, and you're going, "How come nobody's covering?" The one thing I'd like to point out about the secondary is. A lot of times in this game, I bet you 15 times, Rodgers had like seven seconds and he couldn't find anybody, and it was causing him yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. you got to give the secondary credit for holding on that long and coverage. And and he's yeah. holding it and holding it, and we're right there almost ready to get the sack, and then we make him throw it away. He had a lot of time back there today. He had a lot more than he usually has, and he still couldn't get it done. So – I know we had injuries in the secondary. I'd like to give a shout-out. I think they did good. I think the secondary, they had their moments when guys were running free with the, <laughs> in the routes, but yeah. I think they they were causing Rodgers to check right, left, middle, hold the ball a lot longer than he wanted to. That's what I saw. Well, Eric Kendricks was just outstanding, and he and the, they were playing cover two zone, and he had the middle, upper middle, and he was right there all the time. And that helped when we lost those corners. We lost 
Dantzler early. Looks like just a concussion, hopefully. No major. Here's up. You know, major that neck injuries upon that. It did look scary. Yeah, that looked real scary. And then Boyd late when he had a non-contact knee go. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that looked like an ACL. That I think yeah, actually that might be a lot worse than Dantzler long-term, at least for availability this year. I mean, if it's just a just, in quotes, a concussion for Dantzler, he could conceivably be back, conceivably be back in a couple, three weeks, hopefully. Um, assuming, you know, he, assuming he there's, there's nothing else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that Boyd injury, I mean, that was a non-contact injury. Yeah. He fell to the ground right, right as, uh, uh, that, the, the, the Packers guy he was covering came out of his break. I, that didn't look good. Yeah, that was real tough. And, um, you know, with the injuries, you you hope the best for those two men. They were completely outmatched today before those injuries. From the second the whistle blew, they had no shot defending Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. But they fought. Every single play, they fought. Mm-hmm. And they never gave up. And we've seen this team quit before in the Mike Zimmer era. Let's not Let's not lie. We've seen this team quit before. Sure, they had the lead today, but they fought all the way through. We went, we saw 59 minutes of Aaron Rodgers dropping back to pass and no pass rush in his face at all. And still, last play of the game, they're fighting to get that strip sack. DJ Wanham. <clears throat> so I just, win or lose, this was just a far better effort, a much cleaner game, and a much better you know, competitive spirit from the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, we did, we were commenting during the game that there was no pressures or very – we didn't see any during the first half. But in the second half, they were getting after it. They were moving Rodgers out of the pocket. They weren't getting the sacks, but they were moving, and they didn't stop. And that culminated in Wanham at the very end getting that strip sack, which was hey, wonderful. don't forget the same people who hated on Dalvin Cook's contract – Hated on that DJ Wanham draft pick. They hated it. They said, <laughs> we don't see it. He's not athletic. Patterson doesn't know what he's doing anymore. Man, shut up and let this man grow. Let this guy develop for us. Great day today. I'm sure it's got to feel good for him. You know, challenging season. But DJ Wanham, um, a, a very a, a guy they drafted based on character over his athletic traits. But it looks like he's got both of them. And I can't wait to see what he does next. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, Flip, you brought up a, a, a really good point about the team not quitting and fighting and, and scrapping and staying in it. And and I wasn't sure that was going to happen. I, I don't know if you guys remember, but but the Vikings deferred. Packers went right down the field and scored. Devontae right. Adams scored an easy touchdown on Cam Dantzler. And when they came back from commercial, they showed as Dantzler was coming off the field, Zimmer just was kind of holding, holding his arms Gladney, out. Gladney, like, not Dantzler. Well, what's – Gladney – whatever yeah holding his yeah. arms out going what are you doing man and and there was like not even an acknowledgement from the player that mike zimmer was talking to him and i thought oh oh that uh, that doesn't yeah. look good but to the vikings credit you know the offense went right back down scored match green Bay score for score and and made it all work in the second half and and at the end of the game and and and, you know, we talk about the Vikings not being a good team because they don't make the plays they need to make to win the game. Today they made the plays they needed to make to win the game, and they did. Yeah. Today I, for one game this year at least they were a good team. Well, and I remember that, and 
we're talking and it was it was Gladney and and he walks by and there was comments made about well Zimmer's lost the team they're not even paying attention. Oh, well, my perspective was well that may be the case, but it doesn't point to Gladney being extremely bright if he's not listening to Zimmer because Zimmer has made some corners throughout his career. That's you'd want to listen to him at least to get better. But it didn't matter in the long run. Everybody played their heart out, and that was good, and we got the victory. Now, good win. can we carry those wins over? Great win. Oh, okay, so we before we go forward, I got one more comment to make, and this is on my man, Irv Smith Jr. Oh. We, we got to talk about this wardrobe, man, because he's got – He's got, I don't know if y'all notice this, he's got the helmet with the mouth guard on the helmet, normal, normal football move. But then he's got the, he's got the mask. He's because it's so cold outside. And so like the mouth guard is just dangling around on the front of his helmet and he's not, <laughs> take, take the mouth guard off. <laughs> or cut a hole in he the looked, mask. He looked ridiculous. That's all I'm trying to say. If I don't we got care, film watcher no. here. He looked ridiculous. I don't I don't care if he wears a big hat with a pot leaf on it. Just don't commit offensive interference. I mean <laughs> he can wear whatever the hell he wants. Look at I wanted to point one thing out before we move forward with the big future of the Vikings. Look at the difference. Look at the difference of Aaron Rodgers week one and Aaron Rodgers in this game. Thirty week one, thirty-two for forty-four. 364 yards, four touchdowns, and basically did whatever he wanted. Uh huh. Look at the difference of this game. Lost, confused a lot of times. It was so night and day, the performance of Aaron Rodgers is week one to today, that maybe there was some film study done this week because he wasn't, they had him on mark all. That week one, he could have done, he could have had nine touchdowns. He was right. laughing at us. Big difference today. Big difference to make a little bit of adjustment. That's I think Aaron Rodgers undersold the Vikings. I think he came in here thinking he's all king shit. And the next thing you know, he's going, oh, shit. It's five minutes left and we're down two touchdowns. The Vikings the Vikings had a pretty good defensive alignment today. That, that's some miscues, but I just yeah. wanted to point out, look, look at the difference of Aaron Rodgers week one to today. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. The, the, the Vikings uh, – Whatever whatever they didn't do in week one, uh, they did a lot better today. And and I, I think that I think the performance is even more impressive when you consider uh, their week one starting cornerbacks were not in the game; they were injured. You're running you're running Dantzler and Gladney, I believe, as your starters. And then during the game, Dantzler and Chris Boyd got hurt. So you're you're down. You're down to that cover two cornerback that Mike Zimmer says he can buy at 7-Eleven in Bloomington, uh, which he's probably going to have to do this week for a few weeks. And and they held Aaron Rodgers to, I believe, I saw a, a graphic late in the game. I don't know if it was before that last drive or not, that in the second half, late in the game, Rodgers was 10-22 in the second half. Yeah. And that, yeah. I, I think you got to, you, you absolutely have to credit the Vikings for, um, making adjustments, which we complain so often that they don't seem to do, that they 
they figured something out and they got it done and they played one heck of a defensive game in the second half. And Dalvin Absolutely. Cook was a one-man show on offense. That yeah. gives Dalvin Cook six touchdowns against that team from Wisconsin this year. Total. Really? Two games. Seems like he's always flashing in that end zone. Man, he, I had always, two, he had two two week one and then four today. I always look – if you look at this game, the defense – week one, the defense was put in some really poor situations with the turnovers, um, backed up on their own 30-yard line, backed up after a safety – it, I, I again, I always just look at is the offense at least playing clean football to give this defense a fighting chance because it's already hard enough to start Aaron Rodgers. And I think the offense definitely they went conservative as hell, y'all. They they ran the exact offense that the analytics people will tell you to never <clears> run. <throat> uh-huh. But for what the Vikings have on offense and for what the matchup was on defense, it was the right move and it paid off. And we saw. Young men grow today. Yeah, and and basically, you know that that offense that the Vikings ran, Flip. Uh, I, I really have a strong inclination that that Mike Zimmer and Gary Kubiak are going to want some happy alone time when they get home tonight. <laughs> because that, I don't that know. is, if they had their way, I'm telling you, if they had their way, that is the game plan the offense would run every single week. Uh-huh. So we you gotta have, you gotta have, so we only won by six. Ted, do you think that if they lean on Kirk more, do you think this is an easier win? I, it's not that I think if they lean on Kirk, it'll be an easier win. I, I'm saying at some point, you got to have a plan B. Dalvin, Dalvin is point. going. Dalvin is going to be ineffective. Whether he's just having a bad day, defenses figure out what they're going to what they're going to be doing, and it, and it's going to become incumbent upon Kirk Cousins, the guy you're paying as a franchise quarterback to play like a franchise quarterback. I mean, if, if they could do this every week, then you don't need to spend the ungodly amount of money they're spending on, on number eight. And I know you don't want to talk about them, but, uh, but I mean, that's just kind of, that's just kind of a fact. I mean, so if you want to run with Dalvin cook and, and go with this offensive philosophy, that's fine. But then I go back to the other decisions you made in the off season to end up with the roster and, and salary cap situation that you currently have with the players on said roster. I, I'm fine with running this offense if it's effective, but at some point it's not going to be effective. You're going to have to have guys to to, to lean on um, to be able to make plays and win games, and the quarterback is one of those key players I would think you would want to have to rely on and make those plays, along with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and the guys the quarterback can throw to. Irv Smith. It's just like, what was it, 2009 with uh, Ponder and – Adrian Peterson. Uh, Brett, Brett Favre was 2009. Yeah, was yeah. The, it was the Ponder Adrian Peterson when we went to the playoffs. Yeah. 2012. 12. Yeah. Yep, 2012. Yeah. I should know that. I was in Kuwait. Um, you want a cookie? No. You should. Kuwait. <laughs> I, the, I mean, I would give you a cookie for is that. You should, That's pretty impressive. <laughs> you, should, you should always have a plan A, a B, a C, a D. You shouldn't be predictable and have to be – you know, that, that's what good football teams do. They have different plans of attack they can use against different teams. If you become one-dimensional, if you're one-dimensional and your plan B works like your plan A, then there's nothing to worry about. But, you know, I'm kind of so, with what Ted's saying. You take Cook out of the game, it, the whole thing falls down the drain. It shouldn't, but it does. So, so let, and that's let's go the back, concerning let, thing is. Let, let's go back to late in the game. It was, it was third and one 
Um, on the 45. Yeah, yeah. It, it was and, – and everybody in the well, – all eight people in the stadium, but everybody watching the game, because <laughs> there were no fans, everybody knew that the Vikings were going to give the ball to Dalvin Cook. Right. And, and – Oh, looks like we Ted, lost finish Ted. Ted's point. <laughs> finish Ted's point. If you, you know, I the think Packers that was good sold point. out on that point. I'm just going to wait for Sorry. Ted to come back. <laughs> Y'all, if you're watching too, let's just wait for Ted. I mean, there he is. <laughs> There's five and a half minutes left. We're on the 45. Take it, Ted. Five and a half yeah, minutes okay, left. So We're on the 45. Third and one. Did I get cut off? Sorry. Third yeah, and one. Yeah, you froze. And everybody knew, everybody knew Dalvin Cook was going to get the ball. Uh, a good. A good play action shot down the seam to Irv Smith Jr. or Kyle Rudolph keeps that drive alive, um, and and maybe gets the Vikings in field goal range with the win today. I don't know, but eats up even more time off the clock and and makes those last second dramatic moments not even a thing. So so my my, my I guess my point is, you know, I hate to bring up Ohio State. But they're a team that <laughs> no, in situations don't. like that – no, seriously, it's a difference between a really good football team that trusts all of their players and, and trusts them to make plays in crunch time. They had the exact same situation last night on fourth and one. They ran a play-action seam route to the tight end and went for like 18 yards on a first down. Everybody yeah. – conversely, the Vikings today knew Dalvin Cook was going to get the football. The Packers keyed on that, and, and that was a potentially a game-changing moment where in that game last night – it just took the wind out of Penn State's sails, and it was over with. So I, I, it's just, yes, the Vikings won, and that's great. I'm not saying it wasn't a great, a, a great win, but it just, it's just the differing philosophy of, in a lot of cases, the Vikings play not to lose, and and as opposed to to playing to win. In a lot of cases, and it drives us nuts, and it's not good for our, at least mine. Well. Well, well the problem yeah. the problem is the guy I don't want to talk about today because But I we'll mean, skip over like, him. Let's go to Yeah. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's just skip right over. Um the Vikings will have what, tomorrow off? And they'll be back at it Tuesday? Or will they have Tuesday off as well? Well uh, they have at least part of Tuesday off because it's okay. Tuesday. Yeah, they're um, two and five. They don't deserve any time off. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Come nobody's on. nobody's monitoring their their weekly schedule anymore, David. Uh, I looked up let's zero previews after this game. Let's all give each other presents. We can have a sit and sit around, give each other presents. Yeah. So let's take the whole week off. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Well, Adam Thielen was the one that brought up this week that hey, they could still turn this one around. No. Oh. Look. Okay. Well. Look, okay. I let's said... look at this. All right. Let's look at this though, real quick. So they beat Green Bay today. Mm-hmm. They're two and five. Their their next four games, next five games, are home against Detroit, at Chicago, home against Dallas, home against Carolina, home against Jacksonville. All of them are home games. Uh, we're not doing this. We're not doing this, guys. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we're not. No. No, I, I said it. I said it. Leading up to this game, Zimmer, you get, you go seven and three down the stretch. Now six and three, or you get the hell out of my state. You still got to go six and three. You still got to get me an eight and eight record at minimum. 
You want to talk about whether it's possible or not? Sure, maybe. But you have to remember that this is the same team that just no-showed for three out of their seven games this season. Absolutely right. Is it possible? Sure. But it's not possible when you're just, you're just, you just show up week one and you still got wax between your ears. You still got your rookies sucking their thumbs like little babies. It's not possible (laughs) when you're, when you're playing Atlanta and one guy goes down, Dalvin Cook goes down and you don't do shit. Look, Dalvin Cook, if we're running him 25 times a game, he's probably going to miss two or three more games this year. That's a good point. You can't just count on that. And you can't count on Mike Zimmer to have his team to prepare to play every week. Sure, they were prepared to play today, but no, they're going to have at least three more just complete no-shows during 2020. And so so I'm not banking anything. A mass unit. So Freddie Hall commented, we can win the Super Bowl and get Trey Lance. Uh, Freddie, I don't know what you're drinking. Uh, Please let us know. It sounds very, very good. If if somehow it, okay, here's the deal. Vikings Vikings if, didn't sell me in any kind of winning wants, streak today. Ted, Ted wants to start doing. Oh, we're beating the Lions. Here, here's how confident Bears. I am that Freddie's <laughs> we're, go, we're four and five going into the second. No 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 no, 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 no. Here we go. If if the Vikings uh, somehow win the Super Bowl and get Trevor Lawrence in the draft, uh, I will I will come on Trey the Lance. day after the draft. Yeah. I will come on the day after the draft, and nobody wants this. Nobody wants this, but I will do a show completely in the nude. <laughs> Let, let's go. Holy shit. And he freezes um, we're up. We're not doing that either. We're so, not doing that. So, ne- so next week, let's get right. Let's get ahead of ourselves. Let's, let's start the show with what happened to that team we saw at Lambeau. That's what it's actually probably going to be because that's the truth of what happens with this team. They come out, they have a huge win. Next week, we're struggling. So I'm not – they've – like Flip just mentioned, there's been a lot more bad than there has good this week. So my trust level didn't go up at all today. I enjoyed the win. Like I said before, I did any of the write-ups this week. Even if they win one game the rest of the season, I want to win this game. You want to? And win I'm very that stoked. One. Yeah, I'm very stoked about it, yeah. but I'm not sold on it because you're not going to get 220 yards on a Delvin Cook every week. Come on, <laughs> it's not going to happen. You got to rely on Cousins. I mean, if you want to tell me Cook. Cook's going to get two twenty six every week, and we're going to get some turnovers. Well, then I'll then, then I'll start climbing the mountain. But come on, here, I you mean, take- all you see you see the Twitter heads. The Twitter heads were like, "Man, if it weren't for those two one point losses, then we'd be four and three right now." Uh huh. Nobody cares about the one point losses. We care about the game <laughs> where they didn't show up at all. We care about the game where they lost by eleven in week one. We care about the game where they lost by 17 to the Colts. We care about the game where they lost by 23 to the Falcons. Show up in those games, win one or two of those games, then you talk about being a competitive playoff team. But until you can show up every week in the NFL, you don't get to talk about playoffs. Here we go. Lost by 20, lost by 23 to the Falcons at home. Who? We did. That's what he just said. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I was working yeah, on think about that. Maybe, that maybe sense, it was thirteen. Take, I don't care. You go back. No, a no, no, no. Years. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to question your scorecard. I'm just saying we lost to the Falcons at home. I mean, right. come on. And we didn't. Well, they look like they, they. That could have been a thirty-point game. They beat our ass. They didn't get lucky and beat us. 
the Vikings have to do this more. They have to do this consistently. Nobody's talking about the one-point losses in 2018. They're talking about that ugly Bills game where they lost, what, it was like 23-7, to and Kirk Cousins sucked ass, and Riley Reeves sucked ass, and Dalvin Cook was injured. (laughs) Those are the games that you need to say, hey, can we still show up and compete no matter what, no matter who's on the field, no matter who the opponent is? Can we compete every week? I will enter the conversation if we beat the Lions, go into Soldier Field, win that game, then I'll take one headphone piece off, not both, (laughs) <laughs> just one, and I'll start listening to maybe something salvaging the season. But but then we're even if that happens, we're still four and five. Well, yeah, it's still right. a long shot. But what what are the odds of us beating the Lions? Okay, Lions, Soldier Field, Ted. What was the next one after that? Baloney Tech University. Who do we play after that? Oh, his sound. He's muted. Who do we play after muted. Soldier Field? Jacksonville. I don't know. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. Well, why right, you if this? they win five straight, I'll take one headset off. If if they win five straight, we have Detroit <laughs> at home, at Chicago, <laughs> Dallas at home, Carolina at home, Jacksonville at home. So we got Detroit, Chicago, Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville. Let's see the Minnesota Vikings follow up a. A win with another win against the Lions next week. Let's see that. That's what I want to aim for. Ted, we can't hear you. You're you're muted. Not no, not now. (laughs) Still not now. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't. I don't look at playoffs until we're above 500. So. They got to win. That's why I just said, let's look at the Lions. Let's look at the Lions because okay. we can come out next week and be down twenty-eight to three in the first quarter and go, "What the hell happened to that team? We just just beat Green Bay." I mean, you we all know that. You think they can beat the Lions? Happening. You think they can beat the Lions? Uh, I haven't crunched any numbers yet, but I do think they can beat the Lions. I do. You do? Okay. And I do think they can beat the Lions. I think that's a game where whoever fucks up more loses because that's what it usually is with the Lions. Mistakes usually are very costly in that head-to-head matchup between turnovers, penalties, crucial plays at crucial times. Stafford gives it away as much as Cousins does. Um, I think they can win that game. We'll just have to see what this win does for them. You got got Jeff Gladney covering Kenny Galladay. And Josh Metellus covering Marvin Jones Jr. Well, they were covering guys. Well, they were. Mo- Sometimes they were. <laughs> they, got to, they did it today. They did it. Flip. They went up there and beat Sharon and, and Devontae and those guys. So they can, if they can beat Green Bay, they can beat the Lions. I, this is the same team that couldn't couldn't cover. Uh, what was that Titans player's name? Like I know that. I know that. Like I'm just saying, I think, they, or... I think they can beat the Lions. And, and then by Thursday, I'll take the silent voice treatment. Look at your All balls. Right. Well, yes, Freddie, that yeah, works. Freddie, yeah. Freddie Hall says we're going to run the table. <laughs> no, we're not. Darren Look, Campbell we're not. says we're not We're Ted, not going into Soldier Field. Todd, 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 Todd. Okay, you take the... <laughs> 
Todd, can we beat the Lions, Ted Glover? Yeah, I, I mean, the, uh, you can beat anybody on any given Sunday. I mean, would they be – are the Vikings – here's the thing. Are the Vikings going to be favored in a majority of their remaining games? So they're, what, two and five, so seven. Through the nine games they have left, are they going to be favored to win eight of them? Not seven eight. of them? Uh-uh. No, maybe five. one of them. Well, you may – maybe Detroit, two, Dallas – Carolina, maybe Jacksonville. Here, here, here's here's my thing. Probably two or three, Ted. If, if the Vikings somehow turn it around, we're looking, and and by turn it around, I mean eight and eight, roll off seven eight and wins. nine, yeah, maybe nine and seven. They're they're not they're not a contender. No, they're they're just they're not. So so what they're doing now. In, in in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, <laughs> it always it always oh. cuts at like the the right. craziest it's times. Crucial, crucial, crucial moment right there. Point. Yes. So, well, crucial. and this, and I got to tell Ted. Wait, there he is. Next ahead, time Ted. to do the exact same thing again? I told you. <laughs> yes, you need to reboot God. your. Uh, yeah. Wi-Fi. Shut up. Yeah, you got that. Before, no. before you lose me again, shut, shut up. up. Everybody oh. shut up. <laughs> um, no, I, I think they're playing just – and if they do go 7-9, and 8-8, eight eight, that'll be just good enough to not get Mike Zimmer fired. And I still firmly believe that this team needs new leadership from the head coaching position and the general manager position. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. it also puts us out of the, the top three quarterback race for the draft. We do the same fire, thing there also. Fire everybody. Yeah. Eight I mean, and eight we would saw, push us back far enough in the draft. We're not we, we saw a Viking defender jog onto the field, realize he was the 12th man, turn around Un-fucking and trip. real, dude. And trip. <laughs> <laughs> Before he got back off the field. I'm the rookie. Wow. Uh, Dalvin Cook makes up for those mistakes. Dalvin Cook does. Yeah, he does. He covers a lot of bad football. Yeah, at least Alex Madison. Oh, uh, so well, and I'm hoping Jefferson and Thielen in better weather conditions. I do think weather played a a role today. Um, balls weren't going up unless it was Rogers to Adams as much. So it was. A I bit just breezy. think, I just think they knew that they couldn't trust Kirk Cousins. They finally admitted it to themselves. <laughs> And they knew that they had to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. And so we we got the best strategy and it worked because Dalvin is a man amongst boys. And you know if you if you want to go to the playoffs this year, then you better be some DNA maverick who can clone Dalvin Cook and put him at three of the four offensive skill position slots. You know, Chad Beebe. Another angel lost its wings today, even though it was a good, it was a good third down conversion. You know, Still, there's an angel who can't fly anymore because that guy's on the field. So, I wish let, we could... let me ask you guys this question: If Dalvin Cook were to get hurt and not play another down this year, would the Vikings win another football game? No, no, no. If and, if he and... if he misses if he misses four games from injuries, do the Vikings win those four games? No. No, and most likely, like, let most me, likely let not. Me, Depends who, but most likely let's not. make it no, clear. No, 
unless they start using Alex and Madison more, Dalvin Cook is going to get hurt again. We saw him almost get hurt twice this game. He is going to get hurt again. Yep. Just as long as Kendricks. No. You want to talk about somebody to clone? I want to clone Kendricks. They don't, they don't, Ted, they don't have a plan B. They don't win any games without. Madison doesn't have that home run ability that Delvin Cook has. Delvin Cook has he's, had he's, it since I've walked. I, yeah. I watched him in Florida State. I mean, against my Wolverines yeah. in a bowl game, Michigan gave up 54 rushing yards a game that year, number one in the nation in rushing defense. And Dal Cook put up 160 on him. I mean, the guy's special. The guy's he special. has home, yeah. He has home run ability that Madison doesn't have. And we talked about that all summer when people were saying, "Fuck Cook, trade fucking Cook, trade Cook. We don't need Cook. We got Madison." And I'm telling them, shut the fuck up. Madison is not Cook. He's nowhere near the running back. He doesn't have the vision. He doesn't have the burst. He doesn't have the home run ability. You take if you lose Cook, you're not winning. With you're not going to win. And that's how I I feel about it. I feel strongly about that. I like Madison. I think he's a serviceable guy you can bring in there when you have to give Cook a breather. And Madison's always going forward. You need three yards, can get you three yards, whatever that saying is. But they need Dal Cook to win. And to go back to what Ted said a half hour ago or something, if if Dalvin Cook, teams shut him down in the box, they got to rely on Kirk Cousins. I, there's no faith in that because he, he can't so, carry a team. So I, I would love to save Dalvin for the most important moments in the game, for third downs, for for big-time moments, for one-score games. Uh, and maybe Alex Madison can be somewhat effective there. But no matter what, like Drew said, that means you're relying on Kirk Cousins more. And Kirk has shown us he can make the big play. But he's just going to throw two interceptions too. So you're going to get three big plays and two interceptions – and hope that it works out in your favor. Yeah, but today if, he was if, doing all small ball. If I don't even like watching him when we win. If you're waiting, <laughs> if, if you're if you're kind of that's a horrible thing Dalvin to say, Cook, isn't it? If you're Garrett. holding Dalvin Cook in reserve, hold if you're holding if you're holding Dalvin Cook in reserve for those big moments in the game and relying on Madison and and Cousins and all that, there aren't going to be any big moments for Dalvin Cook. And that's the problem. I I, I mean. Yeah. Uh, at least this year, that's just the plain simple. Darren, fact. Darren, they're not going to beat Jacksonville without Dalvin Cook. Stop it. No, Stop they're it. not going to beat anybody without Dalvin Cook. Well, the running backs do better when they when they work up. Who was it that said work up a ladder? You put that shit out on Twitter. Get on Twitter right now and say Drew Bunting, Mister Pessimistic, as a bet with anybody, hundred bucks. If Dalvin Cook doesn't play in a game, there's no way we win. Put it out there. My, I'm good. I'm good with my money. I'm good with my word. I guarantee you this team doesn't win shit without Dalvin Cook on the field. Guaranteed. I'll bet. Hunter, you want to go more? Lay it out there, baby. Cousins ain't winning you a game. I can put out that tweet if you want. He can't even get through second and ten. Come on. One one fourth quarter comeback, and that was against Denver last year. That's it. That is yeah. regular, regular season. The, but, you know, we're, when we drive down the field and we're looking good on offense is when Dalvin Cook's getting seven yards every first down. Every, when you're in second every, and three. Every run. Come yeah. on. You're in second and, and three. And he has Shea an explosive Patterson play can do that. that. Mm-hmm. And he I don't want to hear anything about it. With Miles that, Kate. we've been on the air quite a while. Oh, is there any last things you'd like to say, Ted? Uh, a good win. I... I I think it is 
Unfortunately, I think it's the exception, not the rule this year. I wish it was different, but it's a good win over our arch rivals, and I'm I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, uh, beating the any any day you beat the Packers is a good day. Job, mm-hmm. Smitty. <laughs> Flip. <laughs> Last words. Hey, like Ted said, I said it earlier. We may not get many of these these W's this year, so enjoy this one. Say please and thank you to your wife as you celebrate this victory. Uh, and, and go vote. I, need- I don't care who you vote for, but go vote. Amen. Go vote. Drew. Meow, meow, Viking cow. I have nothing to add. Always a pleasure to be here with you guys. I always learn something every day. Glad Ted joined us today, and it's it's a nice win. It's a nice win. It just feels good to win, especially in their stinky ass urine stadium. Stinky ass shit. Stinky ass. <laughs> if you, if you think we're going to high school, Lions, it, it's reverse psychology, y'all. Think we're going to lose every game. That's what you should have learned from this Sunday. <laughs> and then when you win, Don't you're pleasantly about surprised. How we're going to win four in a row? Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, Dave. Dave, we're not going to start handing out days off either. Two and five. Two and yeah. five. Two and five. And Freddie's right. Prayers up for Tiny Dantzler. He'll be back. All right. With that, remember, Vikings win. Vikings win. They beat that team from Wisconsin. Everybody else, everybody. Who's that? Please enjoy the rest of your week. If you have friends that cheer (laughs) from that team, make sure you rub it in and enjoy it. Skull, everybody. Who's that announcer that says Vikings win, Vikings win, the Vikings win? Who's that announcer that does that? Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody.